We're continuing in Sibin Reish Nun Gimel, and we're still in the first Sif here, as it is a large one. And we're in the first Shita. The first Shita of Machaber is the Rif and the Rambam, who paskin like the Chachamim, that Shehi is only Mutter if it's Nisbashel called Tsarko, Mitzamik Viralo. And uh, we spoke about Akira, and now we're up to the case of the Tanner. A tanner, again, is an oven where it's wider in the bottom and it's more narrow on top. So the intensity of the heat is, is very, very strong. Uh, that's why we'll see it is more machmer than the uh, kira and the kupach. So the machaber told us, tanner, even if it's lit with kasha gavava, with straw or twigs, it is still ushered not only to put on top of or inside of, but even lismochlo, you can't even place a kadera next to it before Shabbos. Even if it's gora for kotum, even if it's swept away of the, the straw or the twigs. And their ma'as said, kol zman this is true as long as it's still yad lettuce bow. Sifkat and chafalif, the tanner, hanabatana shalahem shasuyus kakira, is referring to their ovens, which was made like a kira, similar, ach mitoch shakitsaros lamala barach of lamata, because, however, it was narrow on top and wide on the bottom, niklat chumal the sochotfei mekira, it it retains the heat more so than Akira. That's why we'll see it's much more machmer than Akira. Even if it's lit with Kasha Gavava, and even if it's swept away, it's still Asr. Like we mentioned last time, when you're sweeping out the fire, the assumption is you're only sweeping away most of it. It's impossible to say that there's not even one spark left over. We assume there's something left over. So we're concerned with the tanner, where it's so hot, those little tiny sparks that are left over after the sweeping, you might come to stoke them. Because there's potential that they could be, uh, be lit and gain more. The Mahabra here sounds like he's pasketing with the tour. The which is the most machmir possible shita, that even if it's lit with the straw or twigs, it's also to put a kadeira on, in, or even next to, even if it's gar even if it's swept away or covered. From the Rambam, it's mashma. He's not as machmer that when you use kasher gavava, it would not be also with a taner. It's only if it's not swept. But if you did go for katum, then it would be mutter. And you could be meko like this opinion in contrast to the machaber. Sivkat and chav gimel. Shayat to let us build our musa that it's usher to place on top of or inside or even next to, as long as the tanner is yad to let us bow. But if it's not that temperature, where if you put your finger on it, you would not recoil, then mutter litan afilogabo, then it's mutter not only to place it next to, but even on top of it, afilabishabis, and not only shahi is mutter, but even placing the pot on there during Shabbos itself would be okay as well. If it's not yad to let us, and and potentially, even if it's not garifakatam from the coals, gamkein sharit, it still might be mutter. Because the place that you are putting the pot is not yad to let us bow. So the severity of a tanur is only if it's yad to let us bow, and that's a common theme we'll see throughout. And that if something is not yet to let us bow, though it might be warm, there is no problem whatsoever. In contrast to, we're going to learn in Shin Yudchas, if you have that if you have a place that's yet to let us, and it's possible to cook something, 
right, that we're talking about on Shabbos itself, you can't place food in that area, even if you have in mind to take it off before it gets cooked. I want to keep it here just for a little bit to, to take it from cold to room temperature, to give it a little bit of warmth, but I'm watching it, I'm making sure to take it off right before Bishel happens, that's usur, because you might forget, and you might end up doing a Maisa Bishel. But here though, we're saying if it's not Yatza lettuce, then Shehiya or even Chazara would be Mutter. Sifkatin Chaf Dalid. So Chaf Dalid is going back to the Machaber, it's a culture change, Asalashas, Besocho, you can't do it next to the tanur, and for sure not inside or on top. The davka below nisbasha called tzarko mitztamik v'yafalo. And again, this is all in that first sheet of the chachamim with the riff and the rambam. This is only a problem if it's not nisbasha called tzarko mitztamik v'ralo, because if it's anything less than that, that's when the isra of she applies. Avo mitztamik v'ralo mutter. But if it is mitztamik v'ralo. Then it's mutter to leave it there. Vechein bekidrechaisa, or the other heter of kidrechaisa would apply as well to a tanner. Vafilu be'eno gorufakatum, even if it's not gorufakatum. So even though a tanner is more machmer when it comes to the material used to uh, to light it, when it comes to the two heterim of number one, if it's nispashlikol tzarkim astamik veralo, or number two, if it's totally raw and you're placing in something that usually takes a long time to cook. Those two heterim would apply to a tanner as well. Sivkatin chafhei. So the Mechaber continued and he said, he spoke about a third case of a kupach. Kupach is somewhere in the middle, where it's similar to the kira, where you don't have the narrow top, so it doesn't retain the heat as well as a tanner, but yet it's smaller, it only has room for one pot on top of it, and because it's smaller than a kira, it is, it's hotter than a kira. So it's right there in the middle. And the halacha was, um, This is describing what the kupach was. It's similar to the shape of a kira. On a kira, it's bigger. You could place two kederos on top. And a kupach, there's only room for one. That's why it's hotter than a kira. It's more narrow, and therefore it retains the heat. The zuter havli mitaner, yet it has less heat than a taner. kakira. So the Mechaber told us it's the middle ground. Um, if you heat it up with kashig vava, it has the halacha of a kira, meaning to say, v'filu that just like a kira, even without grufa katuma, because you're using uh, twigs or straw, there's no need, and it's muta to do shahiyah. However, if you were to use gephis and eitzim, material that burns well, where there's more of a concern for chitui, then dino ketanor, chavzayin, shafilu garuf aser. That even if you were to do garuf it would be aser, bein mesocha, bein algaba, bein besmicha. Inside of it, on top of it, or even next to it, it would have the din of a tanner. So it all depends on the material used when it comes to a kupach. And then the Ramah added in, Tenurim Shalonu, Dinim Kakira, our Tenurim have the halachic status of Akira. Shapiyam in Etzad, the opening of our ovens are from the side, in contrast to the Tanur, Kupach, and Kira. 
and also our ovens are wider. They're not as hot, and therefore they have the status of a kiro. The Rashal argues on this psak of the Ramah. And he holds that our tenurim have the same status as the Tanur discussed here, Ayin Shram. When it comes to baker's ovens, whether you're baking in them all the time and it's very intense heat, there it makes sense to be machmer and to view it as a tanner, which would mean as follows. We're using either fire that's, that's fueled by gas or it's an electric stove. If you're viewing the Taner Shalnachtomen as a Taner of the Shulchan Aruch, that would mean there's no way to use it on Shabbos. There's no way to have something on that, on that heat source before Shabbos if it's not in a special called Tzarko, because even covering it up wouldn't be sufficient. By a Taner, a Gar for Katham doesn't help. However, when it comes to a regular oven, we pass them like the Ramah. Regular ovens that we have have the Din of Akira, and therefore... Goruf is not possible. We can't sweep away the fire, sweep away the electric coil, but kotum is definitely possible, and that's what we've been speaking about, using some kind of blech or a covering to the heat source. So the next part of the Mechaber spoke about post-facto. If I did the Isra of Shehiyah before Shabbos or the Isra of Chazorah, are you allowed to benefit from the Isra? And just to give a brief introduction to this next part of the Mechaber and Ramah, the Shulchan Aruch and Simon Shin Yud Ches, very beginning there, speaks about someone doing the Malach of Bishel on Shabbos, and whether or not it's permissible to eat food that was cooked on Shabbos. It's really a three of Machlokas Tanayim, the Mechaber is going with the sheet of Rabbi Yehuda, this Mechaber again in Shin Yud Ches, where he says that if you do Malacha of Bishel, you cook food on Shabbos, if it's B'meizid, it's Aser for you forever, and for everyone else until Motzei Shabbos. If you did the Malacha B'Shogeg, either you didn't realize what you were doing, or you knew you were cooking, you just didn't realize it was Aser and Shabbos, so then it's Aser for you and everyone else until after Shabbos. That's the sheet of Rebbe Yehuda. Now, the, the Mishnah Bruch fills us in that Remeyer argues, Remeyer was more mekel. He held that if you did Malacha Bishol or any other Malacha, for that matter, B'Mezid, it's Aser for you and everyone else until Motzei Shabbos. If it was Bishogeg, then it would be Mutter for you and everybody on Shabbos itself. So Remeyer is really one notch more lenient than Rabbi Yehuda. The uh, Mishnah Bura in Shin Yerches quotes the, the Gura, this is in the Berlach actually, where he says, when it comes to a Malachah Durbanin, there we go like Remeyer. And it could be even Rabbi Yehuda himself agrees to Rabbi Meir when it comes to a Durbanin, which would mean if it's B'Mezid, it should be Aser Lo Ula Cherim until after Shabbos. And if it's Bishogeg, then it should be mutter to you and everyone else right away. Now, as we read our Sif here in Ration and Gimel, and we read about the, uh, the Isser of Maisa Shabbos of benefiting from an Isser when it comes to Shehiyah or Chazara, we'll see this is the exception. And the truth is, Shehiyah, Chazara, and Hadmana, those are three very severe Durbanans, and therefore they do not have the same halachic status as other Durbanans. So that's a little bit of the background. The Mechaber comes along and says, If you did Shehiyah Bishogeg, so we're in the first sheet to hear, which means uh, it was not Nispasha Koltzarko Umistamik Viralo. If you did it Bishogeg, you left it on the heat source, then it depends. If it was Nispasha Kitsas and it wasn't fully cooked, so then Bidi Evid, it's going to be Usr. 
So that's, uh, that's in contrast to most derabundance, but this derabundance is more severe, even though it's a maisa done before Shabbos. Bishogeg, if it was not fully cooked, you cannot benefit from it on Shabbos. However, if it was fully cooked, even though it's mistamik v'yafalo, the Mechaber tells us there there's no kenas, and you'd be allowed to, to eat it on Shabbos. That's when it comes to shogeg. When it comes to over v'shah, where you knew exactly what you were doing, uh, but you were under pressure, so you did the shahiya b'isr, then, not only if it's nispashah katsas, but even nispashah kotsarko, as long as it's mistamik v'yafalo, it is usr for you or anyone else to get handal on Shabbos. That's what the Mechaber writes regarding Shehiyah. Let's take a look here at the Mishnah Verus, Sivkot and Chavtes. Im shachach im bedin. So one example is you're forgetting or you don't realize what you're doing. Another example of Shogeg is, I know exactly what I'm doing, but I don't realize it's Asr. When it comes to these halachas of Shehiyah and Chazara, uh, it's a very common thing not to be aware of the halacha. Sivkot and Lamed, afilu hu mitztamek v'yafa. So he said, because it's Bishogeg, if it was fully cooked, even though it's still beneficial to be in the flame for longer, or even if it's inside the tanner, not just lagabov, it would be mutter v'atam. The reason is, why are we so lenient? You're not getting that much benefit from it. It was already cooked. It was fully cooked. That's why we're mutter when it comes to a shogeg and ispashal koltsarko. However, Lamed Aleph is Asr. This is referring to case where it was Bishogig, but it was not fully cooked. And then it's going to be Asr Lechol Adam to everybody. Vikol Shekin Lebenei Beis of the Asr, and for sure for your household, it's going to be Asr Kevin Shinis Bashal Bishvilam because it was prepared for them. Lamed Beis, Ad Motoy Shabbos. So Mechaber said, when it's Bishogig, but it's not in Tzarka, it's Asr for everybody until Motoy Shabbos. Says the Mishnah Baruch, the was of the opinion that just like we're going to learn when you do Shehiyah B'mezid, the din is it's Asr till Moti Shabbos and Kadesh Yasa, the amount of time it took you to do that. That's true as well when it comes to Shogeg. That is the opinion of the Hagos Ashri. However, the Mishnah Brewer says from the Lashon of the Rambam, it does not appear this way. It seems that when you do Shehiyah B'Shogeg, it's only going to be Usr if it's not fully cooked until Motoy Shabbos, but you don't have to wait until Kadesh Yasa. Sivkat and Lamed Gimel. So the Mechabra told us that when it comes to Over Vishah, if you did Shehiyah B'Mezid, then it's going to be Usr in both cases, meaning to say not only in the case where it's not fully cooked, but even in the case where it is fully cooked, as long as it's mistamik v'yafalo, that's going to be usher to get any benefit from. And there the Ramah says, Ad b'kadeshiyasa, and you have to wait kadeshiyasa. So although there's a machlokus when it comes to shogeg, nispasha kitsas, by shogeg you have to wait. The debate is, do you have to wait kadeshiyasa? It's a mashma from the Mishnah Brewer, the Pesach is, you do not have to. When it's over Vishal, when you did Shehiyah on purpose, so then it's clear you have to wait till Motzei Shabbos, and you have to wait Kadesh Yasa after Motzei Shabbos. The Ramah said further, that if a non-Jew does Chazora for you on Shabbos, then Dino Kishachach Vishal, that has the same Din as you doing Shehiyah Bishogeg. Let's take a look here, meaning to say structurally, if a non-Jew takes a pot off the stove, or was already off the stove, and then he places it back onto that heat source, he's doing the Isra of Chazara. 
it has the same din of shachach v'sha, which would mean if it was cooked already, even if it's mistamach v'yafalo, it's mutter to get benefit from it. And if it was not fully cooked, then it would be aser. Sifkatin Lamad Gimel Hachzirim and Yehudi Litzarach Yisrael. He's doing this for Yisrael. Lamadana Dalit Dino Kishachach. Demashinasa Ayade Eni Yehudi Bemezid. That which the non Jew is doing Bemezid. Lo Chomer Mimashinasa Ayade Yisrael Beshogeg. Logically, that's not going to be more stringent than what a Jew does Beshogeg. Valkane, and therefore, Filu Imitstamik Viyafalo Mutter. Even when the Naju does Chazara, um, and it's Mestamech V'yafalo, being on the, on the fire for longer is beneficial. Kevin Shinnis Basho called Tsarko V'einenem Yimeno Kolkach, because it's fully cooked, and it's not that substantial of a Hana, it would be mutter to eat that on Shabbos. So just to clarify again, Shachach V'shah, if you did Shehiyah B'shogeg, not realizing it was Aser, then as long as it was fully cooked, it would be permissible. And if it was not fully cooked, then it would be Asr until after Shabbos. Over Vishah, if he did the Isr of Shia on purpose, then it would be Asr to Moti Shabbos, even if it was fully cooked, B'Kadesh Yasa. Now there's a bare lacha here, Dibra Maschil, on B'Kadesh Yasa, where he says the reason you want to wait not just till Moti Shabbos, but B'Kadesh Yasa, the amount of time it took you to do the Shia, is K'deish Yilo Yehonim Melechi Shabbos. This is quoting Rashi, where the whole philosophy of, of waiting K'deish is not to get any Hana from Melechi Shabbos. And even though there's no Melechi taking place in Shabbos, but it's the same idea, you don't want to get any benefit from an Isser. The Rambam Perek Gimel Nosan Hatam, the Rambam gives the reason, K'deish Yilo Yistakir Klum, you shouldn't be gaining anything by the Isser you did, V'lo Yovo Lahakil Pam in order not to be mekel for another time in the future. Meaning to say, when it comes to real malacha, you could argue, there's no need for a kenas of Kadesh Yasa. If a Jew does malacha, we don't have to be concerned they're going to do malacha more in the future because they're gaining from it. It's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a major thing. No one can do malacha. However, when it comes to something like this, it's more mekel, it's a dinder, but I'm not doing any action on Shabbos itself. So if I could gain from my Shehiyah Be'isr, I might do it again, and therefore we have this din of Kedesh Yasa. Uh, the next bir lacha, Imechziram Eni Yehudi, this is the case where the non-Jew does the Chazorah for you. So he specifies, Hainal Tzarech Yisrael, like we mentioned in the Mishnah Brewer, is doing this for the sake of Yisrael. Um, held that it's only going to be mutter if the Jew didn't know about it. Otherwise, it should be viewed as amazed, and it should not be mutter. But the Bir Lacha says, Lo nahira. I don't agree with that. The Tam Hadinhu, the rationale behind this Allah is the Bemezid Be'eno Yehudi Litzarach Yisrael Kishogeg Yisrael. A non Jew doing something Bemezid should have the same halachic status as a Jew doing something Bishogeg. And the Gro is actually talking about a case, not only the Yisrael is aware of the non Jew doing Chazara, but he actually told them to. So he is in violation himself of an Isser, telling the Nanji to do Malacha for him, and it would still be mutter to benefit from that Chazara. Delo Asr Bidyevid, Ayyada Yehudi, Ayyada in Yehudi, Afilu Imhaya Bitsivu Yisrael, Kiim Binitstanin Legamre. He paskins here that even if you tell the non-Jew or picture someone in charge of a massive simcha, they're making a whole Kiddush on Shabbos, and there's a, a lot of uh, complexities there. 
And uh, he tells the guy, feeling pressure, he's got to keep things hot from Kiddush to lunch. He tells the, the non-Jewish helper, please return all the, uh, the cholin to the crockpots, back to the heat source, basically saying, do an Isr Chazara. The halacha would be that as long as the, the cholin was not in its tanin legamre, it wasn't fully cooled off, and he puts it back on the heat source, you could still have that cholin an hour later, you could benefit from that Chazara. So although the telling him to do it was Asr, you can't have a non-Jew do even a Malachat Darabanan for you. And we'll learn more about the, the unique uh, severity of Shia, Chazar, and Hadmana. But bottom line is, Bidiyavid, as long as it was fully cooked and it was not totally cooled off, you could still benefit from that Chazara. We're going to continue next time discussing the case of Yisrael himself doing Chazara. What is the halachic status of the food in that situation? We'll continue with that next time.